check it out. Un-territory. Ain't nobody been there. You understand? Undiscovered. So call somebody and tell somebody. There's a new day, and there's also a new sheriff in the town. A lot of things will be exposed real soon. Love you. Be good. everyone and welcome to episode 142 of the uncharted territory podcast my name is chad olson coming tonight from gilbert iowa where as my high school business teacher pete fair would say it's hotter than a two dollar pistol it is so hot how hot is it oh my gosh it's so hot i walked out after work today and i was immediately stifled it's in the mid 90s it's probably 332% humidity out. It's so gross. We had a fair show last night, and uh, I had I sweated through my shirt when I was setting up the rings. So I took that off, and afterwards, it got up and walked down the hall without me. It was so stinky. It was just disgusting here. But thankfully, last week for the TNT Hall of Fame in Galacticon in Waterloo, Iowa, we had lovely, unusually temperate weather, so no one passed out or had their face melted in the Skywalk of Doom. Uh, Let's go to now to um, uh, let's go up to Maplewood, Minnesota, where my brother Corey Olson has an intern listening in. Corey, how are you doing? I'm doing well, Chad. Thank you for asking and thank you for hosting. Hello, promoters. Uh, weather in the uh, Maplewood Twin Cities metro area, kind of similar to the Gilbert metro area. Uh, humid, putrid. Uh, my son Tyler is listening in right now on his own device. And uh, he said at one point this afternoon, our thermometer uh, in in the house read 100 degrees outside, uh, so that is that's hot. Is it 100 um, degrees in your house? No, outside. Oh, outside the house. You outside. said I thought you said it was inside the house. The thermometer was inside, but it reads the outside temperature outside. Oh, interesting. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And I was uh, I was hauling some cinder blocks from our van uh, to the backyard for a uh, future house project. It was it was. Uh, not a far journey, but hot, uh, difficult when it's hot like that. But, uh, but no, it was a it was a hot weekend in in Waterloo, not temperature wise, but just activity wise. And we'll get into that on tonight's episode. Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. Next, let's go out to Stu Lowry in Virginia. Stu, your neighbors to the boogie woogie man, Jimmy Valiant, as we learned this weekend. Yeah, he's my new best friend, as it turns out. So, um, in uh, the weather here in Virginia is pretty much uh well it's just miserable just like y'all's basically just check back with me around mid-september because i'm going to be sounding like a broken record from here until then i will say the weather in waterloo was unbelievable i mean that was so nice uh but 
Back to reality here, mid 90s, uh, a zillion percent humidity. Yeah, a zillion percent. It's a real number. And uh, it's just miserable and sticky and gross. But looking forward to recapping uh, the week that was last week. All right. Uh, we are too. Tim is supposed to be joining us, but he had a little run in at the uh, uh, mini golf. No, putt putt. What's it called? Park golf. Park golf. Park, Park golf. golf. Yeah. We'll see if he joins us. Hopefully he can, but he might be taking care of business um and uh we might have to patch him in later live via satellite he may have forgotten us at this point <laughs> i would i would understand if he did yes yes <laughs> so all right let's uh let's get down to brass tacks what's new all sorts of things are new there's things on the intranet on the cotg online today there's cards flying off the shelves flying around flying through the U.S. Postal Service. People are getting their cards. People are getting their, uh, their online sets, all to celebrate the wonderful three releases we just had of uh, Champions of the Galaxy, TNT Hall of Fame 4, and Impact Pro Wrestling 2. Not to mention my entirely favorite card of the weekend, not the Troy Peterson card, the black and white Galacticon exclusive Invincible Kraken. It is so cool to see a black and white card. And I love the way that uh, that new Kraken artwork just popped out in the black and white format. Fellers, what are some of your favorite? Uh, let's do a top three. Top three favorite things that came out this weekend. Well, I'll start. I'm, I'm, I'm going to agree with you on Kraken. Um, that was a surprise for in-person Galacticon attendees. Um, when we came in on Friday uh, to the uh, the convention center room where we were, you know, it was sitting there. Todd, Todd you know, organized and had things running well. You know, had all the, the the giveaways there, and I looked at it at first, and I loved not only that it was in black and white, Chad, but that it had one of the that original style of a border around it. I know a lot of people oh, like yes. borderless drawings, and those are great too. But it just it just I'm like, what is that? For a second, my bad eyesight, I thought it was the creeper. I'm like, why are we getting a creeper card? <laughs> um, but then uh, that took a closer look. I'm like, I that's that new drawing from the 2139 set, just not colorized. So I was loving that that was really cool um yeah very nice touch so that that'll be that'll be my first top three Stu. uh top three well i i would have to say as number one is the impact pro set just the whole set i am i'm loving the artwork for that i know i'm totally cheating it's okay. uh I, i'm loving the artwork for all of that <clears throat> i've already run a few matches uh i and a couple one was really really fun um, so I, I just think that set has just knocked it out of the park. Um, uh, really loving the characters that we got, loving all these world champions that we got or IPW champions that we got with the set. So that would be my number one. Are we doing all three or are we just doing uh, one, one go around the, around the horn? Um, let's do one at a time. All right. Well, what, number one, IPW. All right. Uh, number one for me. I'm going to say Kraken also. It was that was really cool. I just really enjoyed seeing that. All right, Corey, number two. Number two. Um, I would probably say, and this is this is a hard choice. Um, and I, I knew this card was coming, I, you know, kind of proofed it ahead of time. But I I marked out for the Troy Peterson card. I love that there's a uh, there's an official authority figure card for IPW. I have been talking to uh, uh my co-hosts a lot and, and Stu especially about plans for my IPW, it is coming. And uh, so to be able to have a, an authority card, and you know, this is a very different type of authority card. I don't know how much we're gonna say at this point, but 
Uh, it's, uh, you know, I don't know how much I'll use it, but just to have it. And I got it autographed by Troy himself. Um, yeah, just, just very cool. You know, a, a few people from the Galacticon side of things did not realize that Chad and Troy are lifelong friends. Uh, and I said, I said something about that and, and, uh, especially Nick Lazaro, and we'll talk about him later, but Nick was very surprised by this when I, I mean, it was like a, the shock of all shocks when I told him that you two were, had known each other since kindergarten. Um, but yeah, so having, having a Troy Peterson card, very, very cool. All right. Uh, my number two, I'm going to go with the TNT Hall of Fame set. Um, I was super excited. It's got two of my favorites in there, Nikita Koloff and Paul Orndorff. It also has the uh, Wilbur Snyder card that I'm very excited about. It has the Boris Malenko card. So um, yeah, it, it was great to get those cards. Fans, this just in, Tim Dalton is joining us. We're halfway through our top three favorite releases over the weekend. So, so far, we've had Corey talking about Crockett and Troy. Stewart has talked about IPW and Crockett. I've talked about Crockett and TNT Hall of Fame. Tim, well, how would you like to weigh in? And Corey's what, intern, Tyler, is also in the house. What, what's what's the, the intern, right? Um, hi, Tyler. Um, what, what's the topic again? Top three, uh, Just releases top from three the, that releases, came out over yeah. the weekend. Yeah. The, yeah. the best, one of the best releases that I had, uh, that I thought happened, uh, over the weekend is the triple berry pie shake ah. that was released <laughs> from the food truck at the farmer's market into my hands. Uh, that was outstanding. And I would recommend anybody who's going to Waterloo again, uh, for the hall of fame, check out the farmer's market, which is just across the street uh, and closer to the hotel from the, uh, from the museum. It's outstanding. Uh, they have crepes, they have all kinds of stuff, but man, that triple berry pie shake was, was definitely it. So that would be my, my number three, I think. Yes, that, that was fabulous. You did share that with me. So I appreciate that. So wait, that's one through three. No, that's, that's three. Okay. What about your, well, you're going in reverse order. We started with one. Oh, okay. So, well, I know normally we count up. We're I know. Going, we're, we're, okay. We're altering the schedule. How, what's your number two? Well, this is my, my number two is that uh, uh, Mike Delve released his wife uh, from, from uh, Canada. Canada. Yes. And uh, you know, from Cambridge, Ontario and allowed <laughs> her to come down. And I got, I basically sat outside of Galacticon for the one day, just basically chatting with Stu and catching up. Um, hadn't seen her for a while. I'm going up there in, uh, in November for my goddaughter, Megan's wedding. So we just basically sat there and caught up and pretty much just aired out everything that, that we hadn't talked to each other about in a long time. And that would be my second favorite release of the, uh, of the weekend. All right. Very good. Corey, uh, what's your third favorite? Uh, I would have to say, I think the IPW2 set, I, I was, uh, really glad we got this uh this roster out and having seen you know two ipw shows the last two weekends which is awesome very blessed to be able to do that uh just in just uh what's the term reinstilled my love for that promotion and uh to get more cards and to be able to start my own version of ipw soon very cool i was very excited for the bryce jordan and the hail twins cards got them got all three autographed they were very honored and humbled bryce and i talked at the bar friday night and he said, I can't believe I'm in a game. <laughs> and he said it was kind of a, a goal of his being in wrestling to be in some kind of game. Uh, so he's achieved that goal. Well done. And um, and the, the Hales, um, after I got their cards autographed, they saw me later on in the show and said, where can we get copies? So I, I tracked down Mike and Todd and got them copies. And 
Uh, so yeah, those just that the IPW2 set, I love that it's a combination of current stars and some of the originals. Um, very cool to have, especially for my plans and my IPW. All right, very good. Uh, well, I'm going to go with my, uh, mine is going to be both the IPW set and the Troy Peterson card. It was wonderful to get Troy in the game. Uh, hats off to Todd for his great work on uh, that that card. He came up with a lot of things. I just had to give a little bit of correction on the um, on the cage match option because he thought we had an all cage match. So originally the, the option said every match was a cage match. And I said, no, no, Todd, that's too ridiculous for us. Um, but um, I will say that the six through nine option where everything goes out as planned, that should more be like the two to 12 because rarely does anything go to as planned. But um, you know what? As long as the fans don't know, it's okay. You got it. All right, Tim, what's your, I guess, number one? So seeing how, how prepared I was coming into this um, uh, as, as usual, I would say my my number one uh, release of the weekend was the three tables at the banquet that released Bob Roop, uh, who was walking around and basically said, I've been to three tables and they all said this that, that the seat I wanted was taken. And I'm like, you're Bob Roop. You can sit anywhere you want. And so he wound up sitting at our table and telling stories all night. Uh, it was his birthday, uh, too. So I would like to thank those other three tables uh, who basically kicked Bob Roop out of their out of their group, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, Bob Bob's one of the greatest guys and uh, basically had us entranced with with tales of of his amateur and pro wrestling career over the years. So uh, that that would be my, my number one. All right. So it, a good time. Yeah, I was... haven't done my number three yet. Oh, Stu, what the hell? How'd that happen? Not that it's really all that dramatic. Clearly, but, uh, this is another one of our completely organized and, and well well uh, thought out podcasts. Yeah, yeah. Well oiled machine here, promoters. Uh, just getting Wilbur Snyder. I, that's the card I was lo most looking forward to, and I couldn't wait to use him. So I've already used him in the undercard of a, a Legends uh, card that I just did the other night, and he promptly lost to the Sheik. But hey, it uh, could set up for a nice rematch. So, but um, I just was really excited to get Wilbur Snyder. I've been looking forward to his release for quite some time. So it's very cool that we have him. All right. I, I agree. I'm very excited that we have him in the game. Yet another great signing for the legends, uh, the legend genre. Okay. So tonight we're going to talk a little bit about Galacticon. We're going to go over just kind of in chronological order of our arrivals and descent into the madness that is Waterloo, Iowa. So I'm going to start. Uh, Tuesday, I picked up Troy Peterson from his house after work, ran up, we got Gennard Soli from the Waterloo Airport, went and uh, hit, uh, where'd we go? Checked into the hotel, found out that, like uh, many, they had screwed up my room reservation. Now, the funny thing is, I was coordinating hotel rooms for the event uh, for all of our VIPs, and as of that morning, I did have a room. But Bob or Bob, Bill DeMott needed a suite. So I said, give Bill DeMott my suite and I'll take his room. They got it half right. They gave Bill DeMott my suite and I got there and they had canceled my room. Thankfully, no one had called in that six hour time span and taken my room because I got the last room in the Best Western Plus. However, this was a theme that would be repeated throughout the week ad nauseum. Um, so we went down to an Irish pub that uh, was past the Screaming Eagle. It was okay. 
the food was really good. The drinks were kind of meh. Uh, Wednesday, we went to the museum. We hung out there. We worked hard on a lot of stuff. Um, we had a meal at the uh, Brian's Blue Plate, which is the new restaurant in the, in the hotel. And uh, they do a barbecue gimmick. I had smoked prime rib, which was fantastic. I got this giant plate of food for a very affordable price. And then I managed to, it looked like I didn't eat my food at all because there's so much food. So I took it back chew down the prime rib for a few days and then that night i went and got thunderbolt patterson from the airport at 10 p.m um and uh you know sometimes there's a little bit of confusion took me a few minutes to find thunderbolt at cedar rapids airport but then we got rolling talked to him about um a lot of different things one thing he did talk about was uh the georgia circuit and where some of the 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 towns that were weekly basis and and what those look like so it was kind of fun visiting with him about that uh then thursday more people started to drift in we kind of worked hard all day to get everything going for the big uh reception that night um i ran into kevin butcher outside of the uh, the best western plus and i said hey kevin come here i want to introduce you to somebody and i got thunderbolt patterson out of the car so kevin got to meet thunderbolt and kevin's a big fan of uh georgia championship wrestling and i said hey kevin could you help thunderbolt into the into the hotel while i parked the car and I think they chatted for quite a while. So Kevin, uh, I talked to him a couple of days ago, and he he seemed to got a uh, got a good kick out of that. So that was a, a good a good happening for him. And then about this time, the rest of these this merry band of misfits started drifting in. So Stu, why don't you tell us first about your uh, arrival at the Cedar Rapids Airport and who you were in the car with? Yeah, I arrived uh, fairly early. On Thursday morning, uh, around 10.30 or so, I was in the car with Wes Briscoe and enjoyed his company as we drove from Cedar Rapids to uh, to Waterloo, relatively uneventful drive. Uh, very early flights, but in the summertime, it is nice to fly early so you don't get those big bad thunderstorms late in the day. So it was great to arrive and I was very fortunate to see my friend Chad as soon as I got out of the car, so that was nice. And, Got settled and um, got my sea legs under me, as they say, and ready for the weekend. So uh, very nice uh, job by Ryan. What is Ryan's last name, Chad? Ryan Huffman. Ryan Huffman. Uh, very nice young young man. Uh, gave me a nice ride from the airport. So yes, got in uh, without a hitch. All right. And then uh, kind of jumping all over the place here. Then we went and had lunch at uh, Doey Joey's. We did. With Thunderbolt, Wes Briscoe, uh, Troy Peterson. Was that it? Just the five of us? You and I, yeah. And and Ryan. Ryan was there. Oh yeah, Ryan was there. So yeah, yep. six of us. So yeah, that was a that was a good time. I do have to say on Thursday morning when we went to pick up the shuttle vehicles, I'm all over the place. They had uh Gennard and James Jeffries went with Gennard Soli and James Jeffries went with me uh to get those. And they had uh one of those three-wheel slingshot cars. Oh, that would have been cool. <laughs> and I, I got in and, and Gennard took my picture there. I sent it to Emily and asked if this could be my uh turning 50 midlife crisis mobile and she kind of shot that down. It was only 16.5 though. It was a steal. I actually saw one of those uh on the road when I was driving home. There's one around the Gilbert area. I've seen a, a gentleman driving one before. Um that's a black one. This is black and red so it's the Gilbert school colors. Man, it would be awesome. I can imagine Cooper sitting in it with goggles and a pilot helmet on and a scarf around his neck. It would be you would the, have been the coolest guy in town. Oh my gosh. So I might have to I don't know, maybe I sell my Remco's so I can go up and buy them. 
So then but I got to meet Thunderbolt at lunch, which was yes. absolutely my honor. So yes, yes, he was a heck of a guy. Thursday afternoon, more was more prep for the the thing. I think Tim maybe arrived next to town. Tim, you want to tell us about your journey? Anything exciting or what uh, what transpired when you rolled into Waterloo? Yeah, I, I left Buffalo. I drove out this year again and uh, left Buffalo on Wednesday. Uh, stayed at a Hampton Inn in Manuka, Illinois, uh, on Wednesday night. Uh, made made uh, Waterloo on on Thursday. Um, got there, checked in, went up to my room texted everybody that I was there and also said, can we not mince off the air conditioning? Meaning, can we not turn the air conditioning down to like 60 degrees or lower? Because uh, Steve Minskoff would always go in and just first thing he would do is crank the air conditioning way down. Yes. Uh, and then I found out my air conditioning wasn't working. Uh, luckily, they, they did have someone uh, from maintenance come up within like five or 10 minutes uh, and fixed it. I was having a nice conversation with him and he, uh, he passed along the, the news that uh, there had been a, someone had died at the O'Connell Lodge uh, that we always talk about um, in, in the last few days. And he said, who knows, probably somebody got shot. So uh, which would kind of be in, in line with our one stay uh, at, at the then Quality Inn, uh, now O'Connell Lodge, uh, the, the, the year that we were there. Um, but yeah, so then I got in, I went over to single speed, had a couple beers. Uh, uh, James Jeffries and James Beard came in and sat with me for a while. Uh, we were shooting the breeze and, uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. It was a good, good uneventful, uh, drive in though. Right. And then, uh, Corey, he went and picked up, uh, promoter Milton from the Cedar Rapids airport on his drive down. Corey, did you have any, uh, exciting experiences on along your way down? Um, no, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty basic drive. Nothing too, uh, exciting. It's, a uh... It's a pretty quick drive overall from from the Twin Cities to Waterloo. Um, a lot of country roads take me home. No, mm -hmm. uh, a, lot, a, lot of, a lot of, you know, two lane highways, things like that. The occasional getting stuck behind a tractor or some big vehicle. Um, but it was a good drive. And uh, I got to go on a little bit later than I hoped to from the cities. But that was fine. Um, got to Cedar, uh, Cedar Rapids, picked up Milton. And, and I kind of jokingly told Chad ahead of time, you know, make sure they save us some pizza because I knew we'd be getting there after the, the pizza um, social hour started. And he said, yeah, that would be fine. Um, but uh, but then uh, lo and behold, Milton and I, we we got to Waterloo, checked into the hotel. We ran into, I think, Thomas Keene right away. In, oh, and Zeke, our, our good buddy Zeke Gould. Um, and there might have been somebody else there too. And I apologize if I'm forgetting anybody. But Milton and I both got checked into our rooms. And I figured, you know, Milton would want to walk with me because he hadn't been in Waterloo. So we, I waited for him. We walked down to the museum and there was no pizza, but thankfully the, some pizza came quickly and we were, we were fine, but uh, got a little nervous there. I was, I was quite hungry by that point. Um, but so we just kind of got to see uh, the end of coach Gable's uh, speech that night and um, grabbed a Gable beer while we were there. And that was also the cooler with Gable beer ran out too, but uh, they quickly uh, replenished that. Uh, so um, yeah, it was a, a good, safe trip in and uh, uh, a good time. All right. But you got some pizza that night, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. more pizza than I had. So. I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> if, I had no, known, okay. Chad, if I had known, I, I would have saved it. I would have grabbed a plate just for you. No, 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 no. Um, we, we made up for it later, though. <laughs> we did? We, well, we got food on the way. Well, that'll be the next story, I suppose. Apparently so. Oh, I don't remember. Okay, so then uh, let's see what else happened Thursday night. We went to the, um, we went back to Brian's blue plate for the, um, 
uh, what do you call it? Trivia contest. Now, Brian's Blue Plate is a new venue. It used to be the GR Taps, although I noticed that my credit card statement still said GR Taps on it instead of Brian's Blue Plate when I was balancing my checkbook today. But um, Brian is kind of a, he's kind of a, oh, an interesting fellow. He dabbles in musicianship and barbecue. He makes some fine barbecue. You'd see him. He he sliced up my my prime rib on Wednesday night, and then next thing I know, he's playing the drums in one of the bands. So he just uh, he's a heck of a guy. He treats he's a Renaissance well. man. I was going to say is a Renaissance, Renaissance man. man. He might be an Esquire even. Um, so he had a band there. He put the band out on the patio so we could do the the trivia. I really didn't see any of that part because we had to go get the boogie woogie man. So when did we eat, Corey? I'm confused. So we, okay, well, you know, so Stu, Chad, and I, I, I had told Chad earlier in the day, he was texting that he had to go get uh, Jimmy Valiant. And I said, I've got to go with, mm-hmm. uh, he, I mean, he, in, he invited any of us to go. And I'm like, I've got to meet the Boogie Woogie Man. Um, and then as I'm waiting for Chad in the lobby, I ran into Stu and Stu said, I would also like to meet the Boogie Woogie Man. <laughs> so uh, so we, we went with Chad and uh, his Boogie's flight got a little bit delayed. Uh, but Chad hadn't eaten. It's almost, you know, what, 9, 30, 10 by this point. And mm-hmm. thankfully, there's a Quick Star uh, nearby. Now, for ah, those not familiar, a Quick Star, it's called Quick Trip in other states, Quick Star in Iowa. Uh, a gas station convenience store chain, but very stocked with food, wonderful meals. I mean, you can buy your whole dinner there. Um, they've got hot food. They've got stuff to take home and cook. Uh, so we stopped there and all kind of grabbed a little snack before meeting the boogie woogie man. So that's that's when you had dinner, Chad. I forgot about that. Yeah, so yeah. I think I had some chicken strips or something. You did. There. Yep. Yeah, you shared them with me. In the uh, airport parking lot. Yes. Oh, yes. Now it's yes. all coming back. Yes. So then we got the boogie woogie man. We did. So this was the first of two road trips with the boogie woogie man to the airport, which we'll talk about more on Sunday's uh, part. But uh, it was fun. Boogie Woogie Man, I think he was tired. He was very soft-spoken. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in the passenger seat, and I'm leaning over to hear him. And I can see him in my rearview mirror, Stuart and Corey leaning forward and over <laughs> to hear him, too. Uh, but uh, Stu asked him about what brought him to Virginia. 40 minutes later, we kind of got there and got an answer. But it was a heck of a good story along the way. Um, yeah, he was just fun. He was really It's the fun journey, to... right? It's the journey. Yeah, the it was. It was, the, it was a journey. We, we got him there. I had already checked him in, so I had his hotel keys, so we didn't have any more uh, issues. Although, like I said, we had some hotel issues, and as long as Troy and I could say, hey, they canceled Chad's room, they really pretty much bought, you know, hey, they couldn't be bad at us because I was one of the coordinators, and they still canceled my room. So, meanwhile, you know, back at the trivia, um, I, I hadn't been feeling well all day, uh, and I, I don't know if it was just a travel thing or what, but um, so I tapped out early and I went to bed and then, you know, it, I, I was very, very uh, 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 jealous when I heard the stories of the, the boogeyman uh, traveling from the airport. So that uh, that was pretty cool. But uh, yeah, it was an early yeah, Thursday was an early night for me. Yeah. Once I got back, I also turned in after I, we tucked in the, the boogeyman and made sure he had his kerchief and cap on. Now, that, that's, he already had that on. I mean, he had his do-rag on. I can totally see that happening. Yeah. He, I could see had, him wearing like pajamas that have that like superstar or heartthrob yep. on the back. Yep. I, I, yep. I can see that. <laughs> he, he had the coolest jacket on. It was Boogie's. It was for his school, right? Yeah, yeah for his wrestling yeah. school. Yeah, like a le- kind of a leather jacket with, with Boogeyman's training school on it. It was, and he wore it all, all weekend. I'm surprised he wasn't too hot in it, but uh, 
it was a it was a stunning jacket as as skinny Bo- as boogie, boogie is, is always cool yeah, yeah regardless of the temperature cool. boogie is always cool. boogie is cool it's yes. cooler than the cold side of the pillow yep that's right all right so then friday uh galacticon started i was up early to get some uh, magnets to hang up the the galacticon bear which banner which by the way did anybody get those things we were having some of the legends sign one we we're going to auction it off and i don't know what even happened to us I, I don't know I, where I, the Galacticon banners are. I saw it down on Saturday at the you know at the end of the that Galacticon session, but I don't know where it went. No, okay, well, maybe uh, I don't know. Who knows? But anyways, we hung up the banner. Uh, folks started rolling in for that. Let's see who was there early on. Kevin Butcher, Jeff Reno, Josh, um, Eric, uh, Kanishini rolled in. Um, Mike and Todd were there. So they, of course, they came in Thursday night. Uh, Mark Taggart, Matt Taggart, um, Nick Lazaro was there. That was super cool to see him. Yeah. Uh, Dave Little was there. Um, Hexstar, Billy Roberts was there. TK, uh, Chris Foster was there. Oh man, who am I forgetting? Jeff and Josh. Yep, I said them. Um, I know we met Kyle from St. Paul, Minnesota. I don't know if he was there at the outset. I can't remember. A little foggy. I think. I think. Yeah, I think he was. I know. I. I think I met him on Saturday, but yeah, I think he was okay. there most of the time. Wayne Anderson, aka the Sodbuster, is there. Here's a funny story. His wife works with my son at the University of Iowa, so there's a ah. small world. We figured that out. Um, Sam Luptak was there. Sam Luptak. Pete trying Cusco. to think of some of the other people. Yeah, yeah. Pete was there. Um, boy, I'm sorry if I, I was kind of running Beck. in and out. Pete Beck was there. Not, oh, no. TK, TK. Yeah, we said TK a couple. Times okay, sorry. Here. That's okay. Uh, yeah, we have no list or anything. Um, oh, uh, uh, Frank As uh, usual. Angel King was there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Balls was there. Yes. Yep. This isn't super chronological, and I don't know when I started seeing people, but uh, Mike Fortune showed up during the show Friday night. I remember that because mm-hmm. he's like, you were going to walk by, by me. I'm like, well, I was thinking about something and heading somewhere specific, so I didn't really pay attention to who was around me. So, uh, Yeah. It was a good gathering. And I, who else? Oh, Zeke was there. Of Zeke course. got in. Zeke got in. So there's a lot of people handing out cool bootlegs and stuff. Uh, Dave Little had this little stack of cards. It's that was neat. The, half oh, the cards. So, you know, Sinestro, uh, Andy was there too. Oh, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a yellow lantern shirt on, even. Oh, yeah. Didn't recognize him. Um, out of the ring action cards are the other half. So those were really cool. Thank you. Dave that was a, that. that was a nice little giveaway. That was great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that was really cool. It was. Yeah. Uh, Billy gave away some bootleg cards. Uh, TK gave away some bootleg cards for both uh, champions and GFP. It was the same character in both formats. I thought oh, that cool. was kind of cool. Um, we got our stuff. So we got our, our giveaways, um, our sets and everything. So we have the pro prime uh, legends cards of Joe Malenko Mark Fleming and, and Lord, Lord Zoltan, Zoltan. Yeah. and Lord Zoltan was running around. And he, he was asked, there. He asked me I, I, I spent a lot of time with I, I spent a lot of time with Ken. He's a good guy. Yeah, yeah. So there was just a whole lot of we had wrestlers coming in. James Beard came over. Les Thatcher, Les Thatcher, who I've talked to twice today alone. Les is my new best friend. Wow, uh, great guy. Les, Les was packing up some goodies to send for, over for the Hall of Fame, and uh, wants to make sure he does things right. And just has told me multiple times how much he enjoyed this, his time. Um, so Friday night, I, I guess, do you guys want to talk about Galacticon? What happened there on Friday? Cause I boogied out. Well, boogied, I was, boogied out. I was not at Galacticon as much on Friday, Friday afternoon. I was, but I do want to mention that I was part of the podcast collective at the hall of fame. 
on uh, on Friday morning, and that was that was a lot of fun. It kind of got a rough start where we were all there on time and there was nobody to host, um, and there's a miscommunication. Um, Rock Riddle got up and did some shtick, and uh, and then as he was talking, the boogeyman came in and uh, and uh, got on the microphone and kind of cut a promo on Rock Riddle, which was very entertaining. I recorded that audio. I haven't got to see if it if it came through yet. I was kind of sitting farther away, so we'll see if a boogeyman promo uh, was uh, was saved, but. Uh, after that, we were kind of waiting for a few minutes uh, for somebody to ask us questions. And uh, thankfully, Les Thatcher was there in the front row, and he just started asking us questions. So after that, it got going. Um, one of the gentlemen from Two Count Radio, which is based in Minnesota, um, kind of then got up and was sort of the moderator, asked the fans in attendance questions. Stu was there in the crowd. And um, after that, it, it was it was okay, but it was a little bit of a rough start. But I was very honored to be sitting down the way from McCarch. Uh, legendary AWA Minnesota announcer, and uh, uh, just very, very humbled to be uh, among other podcasters. So, so that was a lot of fun. Um, after that, I did go to Galacticon in the afternoon and uh, hung out with the guys. Uh, like, like Chad said, Les Thatcher came in. Uh, Colt Cabana popped in at one point because he knew uh, Matt Taggart from their days on the indie scene. He recognized him. For those that don't remember, Matt Taggart was Bloody Harker Dirge, who has a card in the game, and and I did get him to autograph his card. He's very, very generous to me. Uh, but yeah, Colt popped into the Galacticon uh, room and Colt did his own podcast uh, later Friday afternoon before the IPW show. But it was just it was just really cool for me at Galacticon seeing my last Galacticon in person was 2003. And I know Stu's was even longer than that. But it was just like a blast from the past seeing all these, these people I hadn't seen in years. I know we went through the whole list there, but uh, it was just a really, really cool feeling and uh, cool to see so many people in person, not just on a on a Zoom room. We forgot Barry. Barry, Barry. was on. Barry was there. Of course, Barry was there. Yeah, it wasn't intentional that we forgot him at all. No. No, no. I know. I'm not like being like that. No. Oh, come on. I, I all I do is bust on Barry. He if I didn't say that, he would he he would be mad at me for not not taking a shot. That's true. That's true. But no, so, I, I spent some time at Galacticon as well. I mean, I, I kind of went over and I was just really just chat. I did not I I wanted nothing to do with tournaments. I didn't want to play the game at all. But uh, it was just nice sitting down, chatting with everybody. I spent some time with a lot of people, Dave Little, uh, Nick, um, you know, had a nice talk with Kevin Butcher, um, you know, but it, it was really cool. I, I, I thought it was a lot of fun. I hope I hope the people that were there specifically for the con really enjoyed it. I agree. And I, I want to add that Corey introduced me to a burrito straight out of heaven at the uh, Mexican market. That was absolutely delicious. We had that en route from the podcast collective to Galacticon. Uh, I don't think I've had a better burrito. That was fantastic stuff. When we uh, we brought the burritos into the Galacticon convention room, and there were there were a lot of jealous people. <laughs> As well, it should have been. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Pete Fusco was the first to ask about it and ask trying to find where where the place was. And uh, I don't I don't know if he got down there, but uh, I know people were definitely interested. <laughs> that was nectar. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. Thanks for going with me. Sure. Uh, the sad thing is on Saturday. Connor went there to get a burrito and he texted me and said, do you want me to bring anything to the museum? Cause it was autograph signing day, which is usually my craziest day. And I said, sure. Give me a couple tacos. I never ate them. Oh, I put them down and I got busy and I never, I never ate them. Did somebody else eat them? <laughs> I don't know. They were sitting on the treadmill. I don't know who ate them. So <laughs> sitting on the treadmill in the gym, I, uh, all I really ate that day, I had a protein Terrible. bar at the banquet, and I had a couple chicken uh, tenders from Chick-fil-A on Saturday, 
that we brought in for the legends between the autograph signings and a podcast. So grabbed a couple of those on the go, but I just, that occurred to me Sunday night. It's like, Connor, I never ate those tacos. You know, the, the sad thing, if they were on the treadmill, I'm, I'm guessing maybe coach Jim Miller might've gotten to him because all that guy does is work out. <laughs> yeah. He probably ate them between reps. Yeah. <laughs> and in between mile 47 and 48 on the treadmill, he, he snuck them in. Right. So then, uh, I don't know. Anybody else have any Galacticon? No, it was just it was just nice to sit around and just chat. I, I, mm -hmm. I think uh, that's the part I enjoyed the most. Yeah, agreed. I didn't. I, I didn't like Tim said. I didn't really feel the need to play any tournaments. I would have if, if the time was right. Um, but I just thought, no, it's nice to see people and uh, check out all the great stuff, official releases and bootlegs that were available that day. Really cool. All right. So then Friday night we moved to the. Um, the impact pro wrestling show and it was kind of a tale of two shows first half went really well we start off the battle royal which is ak-47 one uh maddie star and jimmy wild had a great match um let's see what else did we have we had the tag team title um defend oh big picture and colt cabana had a good match uh the tag team title was defended in a six-man match yes that's what i said when Big Picture, or not Big Picture, uh, the team of Max Chill, Gable Galileo, and AJ Smooth challenged uh, tag team champions um, The Death Dealer and Justin Decent, who were joined by Wildfire Tommy Rich, who uh, wanted to make sure that he had a, a spot to wrestle. So Tommy Rich, he came in about noon on uh, Friday, and, and James Jeffries and TS Aggressor picked him up at the airport, so they had a good time with him um so that was a good match and then we had the intermission and we did some pictures in the ring with tommy rich uh, that didn't go as long as we thought it would be but you know we wanted fans to interact at the at the uh sesh at the uh fan fest where we had demolition acts john nord devon dudley i mean anybody all the legends were there thunderbolt was there signing baron von raschke was signing there was a cool moment when baron von raschke when we were hyping up the fan fest baron I mean, it's amazing. He he gets confused so much for George Clooney. And he says, I am not George Clooney. And as I walked with the microphone, I said, thank you, Baron Von Clooney. I mean, I mean Rash. And he, he took a swipe at me with a claw and I barely got away. I barely got away. It was one of the scariest moments of my life with that big claw coming at me. Then we had, uh, we started up the second half of the show, we had the extreme title match, and then we had the raffle. And that went a little long, I'll be honest. Uh, Gennard Soli, God bless him. He had his raffle, and I've already in, thought of some ways how we can improve the raffle next year. Rumor has it it's still going. It, <laughs> at one point, I uh, spoke to my Apple Watch to the my friends here on this show who are sitting at ringside and said, someone please throw a brick at my head. Um, and then Catherine sent me pictures from where she was sitting in the crowd and sent them to our, our family chat and says, dad looks really mad. <laughs> that, that's a good description. Yeah. <laughs> So I also met Bailey McRae, who's the general manager of the Waterloo Woo, uh, which is a, like a, a small time arena league football system. That's And they're coming to Waterloo. And I'm going to show you this card. You can see the Woo. It's like a wolf in a Ric Flair thing. So Don from the, nice. the Waterloo Convention Center introduced you. goes, I want you guys to meet. Maybe you can do some promotion. And I said, Bailey, do you have any merch? Because you will send a megaton tonight. She goes, no, we don't have any yet. Oh, I'm like, man, you failed. You failed. 
So it's a wolf with blonde hair and in a flare robe. That's nice. Yep. A, a pink, a pink sparkly flare robe and the sunglasses, and it's the with Waterloo, long blonde hair. Waterloo Woo W O O. So if you go to the arena football or no the arena league dot football slash Waterloo, you can see it. See it. See it for yourself. Friday night culminated. Uh, let's see what else we had. Ethan Everhart against Bryce Jordan. I thought that was a really good match, gentlemen. I'm I'm kind of biased. What did you think? Awesome. I thought, yeah. I mean, I thought, uh, you know, you said their first meeting was one of your best matches you'd seen live chat and uh-huh. it's definitely up there for me. I mean, I think maybe that ricochet Sammy Callahan one still tops it, but mm-hmm. that wasn't, they, those two really pulled out a great match. Mm-hmm. They did. They did a really good job. I, I, I mean, personally, I mean, I could, one or two, maybe false finishes less, but other than that, yep. I mean, I thought it was a very good match. Yep. I agree. Yep. Yep, I think it, it went a little long, but it was a it was a good match. Um, all right, so then let's see what else happened. We had West Briscoe versus Attila Khan, and Attila may have owed West West Briscoe money. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, then uh, we there, had, there were a couple of stiff it, stiff. It shots. was stiff. Yeah. <laughs> and and was... you, you got to mention the use of beer and nachos during that match. See, and I didn't see that. So I'll let somebody else talk. To <laughs> that, that was spot. spectacular. I mean, it, it was the other side of the ring from us, but you could see the, the beer and the nacho cheese fly in. And um, I believe Barbara Goodish got hit by it. <laughs> I believe Rock Riddle's suit got hit by nacho oh, cheese. Oh, I think you're right, Ooh. too. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Connor told me there was a guy with nacho cheese on his shirt for like three matches, and he didn't under- didn't realize he had the nacho cheese on him. <laughs> So then, uh, let's see, then we had uh, James Jeffries against Sparrow in a Legends Lumberjack match with all sorts of antic shenanigans. For the IPW Championship. For the Impact Pro Wrestling. It was a fun match. It was. Yeah, and James Beard refereed that one, so that was was cool for for one Mr. Jeffries. And he's Um, a hell of a referee. I just got to say, James Beard, I mean, when you watch his stuff, I mean, he's just... I mean, nothing against the the IPW refs, but man, right. he is just a cut above. And then we had IPW referee emeritus Billy J was in the house. He came up from Florida uh, to referee a couple matches, so that was fun. Keandra came back from yeah. Texas, uh, so that was good to see her. Um, and yeah, it, it was a good night. And then after that, people kind of rolled over to Doey Joey's for the after party. Um, um, my wife and and twins had come up and connor had come up to meet us so we went and grabbed some food from quick star actually because there was nothing else open we weren't feeling the need for pizza and then um went back to our room and kind of crashed there um i will say that oh going back to the show for a minute so emily was hand was handling the merchandise money for mass superstar and tommy rich so my only disappointment was not taking a picture of emily sitting next to demolition axe at the table (laughs) Cause that would have been fantastic. I got a picture of me and Connor with him the next day. Cause Connor was taking his money, but uh, that was, uh, I dropped the ball there, but then uh, Kevin butcher got his mass superstar card signed by, by demolition acts and said that was the only person he came there to, with his card to get autographed. And uh, I said, Oh yeah, my wife's taking his, uh, his money. So he went back over and introduced himself to Emily. So uh, yeah, that, that was cool. Yeah, when so, I when I went up to get his autograph, Emily said, "Charge this guy triple." So <laughs> I, clearly, I have not done enough for her over the years. Right, right. I I have to say that you know most of the autographs and merchandise from the legends that I purchased were were autographs of the legends cards, but the one exception was Tommy Rich. Um, 
Chad had gotten his cards autographed for me in, at CAC. Uh, but I'm, I'm like, I got to meet Tommy Rich. So I got I paid for a picture with him and Emily did a great job of taking some pictures, not just posed, but kind of candid of us talking. Uh, Tommy Rich was on the very first card I ever saw live and I had to tell him that. And uh, it was great, great to see him in person and great to meet him. Was he on an AWA show, Mason City? Yeah. Yeah. He wrestled okay. Wahoo. Oh, Wahoo. yeah. He was a bad guy. Yeah, he was a bad guy, and they had a. And this is going to be a shocker, fans. Wahoo and Tommy Rich both bled in that match. Mm, yeah. And I remember that. I remember them fighting near us and seeing Tommy Rich's blonde hair soaked in blood. At eight years old, that was a vivid memory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't get a picture of Tommy Rich. That is one regret. Uh, I thought about it at the airport Sunday early morning, but I didn't know if that'd be kind of weird. But he would have done it because oh, Tommy yeah. Rich called me, has called me, and sent to me text and thanking me. So Tommy Rich and I are pretty much besties right now. Awesome. Uh, so I know a lot of people went over to Doey Joey's or hung out at the bar. I don't know if anybody has any good stories from that. Like well, I said, just, I, I ate my chicken tenders and went to bed. I'll just say that before the show, um, you know, I didn't want to wait. I, I didn't do the pizza buffet at Doey Joey's just because I didn't know if it was going to run out of pizza. That, that you know, that can happen at a thing like this. And I didn't know if I'd make it that late without eating. So Stu and I uh, went over for dinner. Tim joined us later and kind of sat with us. And also Michael Brada joined us at that point. He showed up. Michael Brother was there. Yes, he showed up at Doy Joey's <laughs> Friday night along with his uh, girlfriend. Um, is it Raya? I believe is her name. Raya, Raya. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, but they met us, and then uh, and I. This was the first time I had had non pizza at Doy Joey's. Ooh. I had a delicious chicken Alfredo calzone. It looked so really good. good. It was so good, and I saved the rest for later. Yeah, their sandwiches and salad. I mean, you can't go wrong with their it's, their food. Oh, it's I was pillar impressed. to post, comment to comment. And by the way, it was nice talking to Michael Brada and and uh, and 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 Raya Raya uh, about old movies. Two people who appreciate Casablanca, for God's sakes! Oh you my stinking gosh. heathens! Oh my gosh! I'm gonna have to have a Casablanca watch party at some point. <laughs> Maybe Michael can be on with you, and the rest of us will sleep. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> and we'll have rest a great of us time. Can sleep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then Saturday. Now I, I'm in. I'm going to put in a story that I heard that, that was told to me by Kevin Kevin T. Butcher. Um, he and Pete Beck were down at the breakfast nook, um, having having breakfast at the Best Western, and uh, Boogie Woogies was in front of them. And uh, Kevin Butcher was talking to said something to Boogie Woogie was honor meet you and blah blah blah. And Boogie Woogie talks around and Kevin said something again, but he couldn't see him because Kevin's kind of short. Pete's kind of tall. So he was behind Pete and Boogie Woogie thought Pete was a ventriloquist. <laughs> so I don't know if that means Kevin was his dummy or what, but uh, Kevin shared that. And then they, they pointed out, no, that Pete was not a ventriloquist. Kevin Butcher was actually doing the talking and throwing his voice around Pete back. So uh, that was a little humorous, but Kevin wanted to make sure I, I shared that. Um and then what did we have at the, we had a, a round table about wrestling training um at the uh in, at the museum and i know there was a lot of galacticoning going on at the same time so if you guys want to speak to that yeah so i i pretty much kind of did galacticon most of saturday and um just to just to kind of even things out a little bit and it was a lot of fun um you know uh, Stu, tim and i uh, and, and Mike, we did the, the Legends panel uh, later in the afternoon, and 
we had both uh, the online promoters joining us as well as everybody in the room. And uh, of course, Zeke spoke for legends or for, for indies, excuse me, Zeke spoke for indies. We had Tom on uh, through Zoom to talk about uh, 2139 and some other GWF related things. Um, yeah, so it was, it was kind of fun to to do that. And uh, we didn't give a lot of details about the next sets. And I know people, some people were kind of disappointed about that, but we did reveal there'll be some kind of mini pack in the fall and that the next full release will be in winter and be a territorial based uh, set, meaning stars of various territories. Mike allowed us to say that. Uh, but Chad, even Chad was down at the Hall of Fame, couldn't join us, but he did send in uh, an announcement that Sam Fain read. And uh, Sam, we should say Sam showed up uh, Friday night during the IPW show. Uh, Chad, would you like to reveal what you shared with Sam? Uh, yes. Hold on. I have to look it up off yes. the top of my head. I don't remember. It, it was a well-versed message. It was. It was. It was very I mean, well, well written. Oh, yes. I love you all. This year, we will finish the second volume of the Ringside Companion, or I will punch my baby brother in the face live on YouTube. So either way, fans, we win. Uh, next summer for Galacticon 35, we will release a colorized version of the first NGO Takeover 98 set. Same artwork in color. That is all. Be excellent to each other. That was my statement. So now that we've, now we got to get it going. I mean, we put it in writing. We got to put the, or at least in, in verbally, we have verbal commitments to people for a color NGO set and finishing the ringside companion. And as luck would have it, I I, uh, I uh, arranged for some help on that ringside companion while I was in Waterloo. So I've recruited some people to help. Good for you. That's a project. That, it is I, a project. Yeah. And I, I chatted with one of those people about a new match that I'm working on for Ringside Companion Volume 2. Got, got some opinions on, on that. Mm. Hmm. Triton Somebody... Truck version 2.0? Yeah, Triton <laughs> Truck! There there was a request. And then, there, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I, and, I, and yes, it would be version 2.0 because the original version used a 20-sided die. And mm. so to make it official, we'll, we'll, I'll make it a 12 a 12-sided die or two 12-sided dice. Or 24 one-sided dice. There you go. There you go. What else was happening at the Galacticon or on any of the panels? I haven't seen any of that stuff yet. That, that was actually the day that I was talking to Sue outside the room. So <laughs> I, I missed <laughs> a lot of it. Panel. Two, Were two you on the kept, panel? Two, two people yeah. kept coming up to me and saying, hey, the, the, the panel's going to be in, in about five minutes after we're, we're done with this. Then they came back, pa panel's coming up. So I, then, then finally, I Sue let me go. And so we wound up, uh, that's when I went back in for the, the Legends panel. Well, I kept texting. The... I get, I'm sorry, Sue, go ahead. No, just saying after the panels, we had just more visiting, which was yeah, which was nice. It's just yeah. kind of great chewing the fat about the game we love with all these different individuals that I hadn't seen in goodness knows how long. Brian Vanderwall was there too. Brian yes. Vanderwall yes, Brian was there. Yep. He's got a new box recently. for his game. It looks that really box really good. is that it's, box is jamming, man. That thing is. is I loved it. And a I loved game it. board, and that thing is shaping up nicely. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was he very actually gave Brian. me the the baseball game that he said he didn't want. And he's like, he's like, I like, how much do you want for it? And he's like, no, I no, just take it. I'm like, no, I can't just take it. So I gave him 37 cents for it. And, uh, you know, I, I think he walked away happy in a bag of magic beans. <laughs> no, but as far as the rest of the panel information, let's see. Uh, it was announced that there'll be a another deathmatch indie set and another women's indie set. I believe that'll be the order, if I remember correctly. And then Mike himself mentioned that there will be a, color version or re-release or whatever you want to call it of the early classics 
2074 and 75, I believe, were the years mentioned. And we did see a sample of some artwork. Very cool. I'm mm-hmm. very excited what, about what, that. What, uh, what character was it? Rick and Prince. Oh, okay. Yes. Cool. Yes. Very good. Ming! Ming was at the Fan Fest Saturday. Yes. I'm just kind of randomly looking at pictures on Facebook to jog me. And you know who it was really cool to meet? Was Miss Monica uh, Anoa'i Albright, Gary Albright's widow. And she brought... With oh, what a cousin, sweetheart. She brought with her cousin, Vanessa, who is Roman Reigns' sister. Yeah. She was another super nice lady. And oh my gosh, yeah. They were, they were so nice. Also, Bill DeMott, super nice people. We yes. just had the nicest guests. It was it was a great crowd this year. It, it really was. Everybody it really was, was super. It was. Historian Tom Burke. It was, it was a good time. A good time. All right, please continue. Saturday afternoon at Galacticon. Anything else revealed on any of the panels or... I think I I hit all the highlights. I was I was texting Sue right before the panels because they had started the auction and the auction. How much did the auction take in again just on Saturday? Around three grand. Yeah, three thousand dollars. So thank you all so much. Yeah, Yeah, thanks everyone. Yeah, there was some cool, cool out of print stuff uh, that was up for the auction. And um, uh, but I was texting Sue because I I was I went down to single speed to get some food. I got a uh, uh, I have the tiger flatbread pizza, which or flatbread, which is. Connor's and my favorite uh, meal from there. Um, I got it to go so that I could get back, but I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing anything. And thankfully I didn't, but um, yeah, those really cool auction and Chad, I think I interrupted you. I apologize. Yeah. I, I threw some stuff in the auction too, because recently uh, out at destroyer park golf, they had, they had a box of stuff that they were going to get rid of. And they said, well, if you want anything in there, just, you know, go through the box. And I'm like, pull up a chair for me. I'm, I'm going to be here a while. Yeah. They went through this huge box of stuff they had. I pulled out a bunch of things that I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to check out. I just wanted to see uh, a lot of old CAC programs from like the, the late eighties, nineties, mm-hmm. um, just a lot of cool stuff. So I, 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 uh, I went through, I read everything and there was an autograph and when Nick Lazaro actually got it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went through and I, I, sh- I showed him, I said, I said, give me this program. And I opened it up from the CAC and there was an autograph in there from Vic Christie. Mm, uh, cool. So yeah, it said, it said to Wilma, Vic Christie. Uh, so, cause, so it was, uh, signed for, for the destroyer's wife, Wilma. Um, but Wilma yeah, really, you know, well, Wilma number two. Yeah. Wilma number two. And, um, so really cool. I mean, you know, just, I, I thought, uh, cause I was kind of listening to, you know, as I was talking to Sue, I was kind of listening to the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the auction going off and, and then talked to Nick afterwards and was showing him some of the stuff. And one of the items in there was the program from the destroyer's, uh, memorial show in Japan. Mm. Um, which you can't get. So that's a one of a kind item and was going through that with him. And he, he, he thought it was a bargain for, for what he paid. So I was, mm-hmm. I was very happy. Cool. All right. So then that pivoted into the Terry James, Terry James, Terry Jeffries, uh, lifetime members reception. So that's uh, named in honor of James Jeffries, father, Terry, who was a big supporter of the hall of fame. And each year uh, the Terry Jeffries family, which includes James and Nicole Jeffries, uh, Emily uh, Stufen, and, and her husband Mitch, aka Sparrow, and then James's other two brothers. They sponsored this lo- wonderful lifetime reception that we had at the at the at Brian's Blue Plate. There was a lot of food, there was a lot of uh, drinks and fellowship, and there was a few tears. And it was a very, very nice, uh, very nice way to just to thank all of our lifetime members for their support, and also thank uh, the family of, of uh, Terry Jeffries for their su- financial support of that event. 
then we moved on to the actual Hall of Fame itself. We had the induction ceremony. We started off with a, a cocktail hour. We had some dinner that I heard was pretty good. Um, Very good. And th- then uh, we uh, started the started the induction before that. Gennard came up with some uh, prizes. This was a really cool thing that he did. He made uh, he makes these metal cups like tumblers that have pictures of wrestlers on there and he made uh the the banquet tables sat eight people so we randomly drew a number for one of the tables and gave it to some fans so table number 16 won and they got some some cool uh cups from Gennard. so that was a little better than last year when he had a raffle at the banquet and i also wanted a brick thrown at my head because it took so long let's see so we started the banquet um you know Everybody got their got their awards. I had the honor of being the MC again. Um, I don't know uh, if don't, don't able... bypass that invocation from. Uh, oh from my God, Patterson. Thunderbolt! I forgot for the for heaven for yeah for Jesus. <laughs> so uh, T Bolt cut a promo for Jesus because he is a, he is a minister, and uh, he said the prayer before we had dinner. I would dinner. go to that church. It was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, babies were thrown. And uh, it, it was it was a it was a wonderful prayer and very heartfelt by Mr. Thunderbolt Patterson. So then we moved on to the speeches. I don't know if anybody wants to speak to a particular speech that they enjoyed or just. Um, I don't know if I can mentally go through the night. I'll just say so. Rock Riddle received the uh, the Impact Award, and Rock Riddle also sat at our table, and uh, uh, so we had Rock Riddle and Bob Roop joining our table, which was delightful. And historian um, Al Getz, who has yes, been charting yeah. the territory yes. podcast, and yes. he's going to be a guest on our our show in a few weeks. Yes, fantastic. Yes, yeah, it was great, great to meet him and talk to him a little bit. Uh, but Rock got up there for his award, and I don't remember the exact wording. He got got his award and just kind of said, "I was told to keep this short." Good night, everybody, and walked off stage. And he got uh, a standing ovation. Yes, yes, he did. But then he got up and gave a great gave a great speech in in the rock riddle fashion and uh, yeah very very entertaining but heartfelt as well you know it was a you never know with yeah. rock um, but he he gave a gave a great acceptance speech. Bill Demotz was uh, brought the house down in mm-hmm. terms of just the emotion to it. It was uh, mm-hmm. heartfelt. Yeah, and I I will say that I think you know this is definitely one of the years where I thought all the speeches were really, really good. I mean, they all, you know, some of them tore at your heartstrings a little bit. Some of them were funny. Some of them were both. I, I thought everybody did a really good job. They, I don't think they, uh, you know, nobody was looking for the hook to get these people off stage. I thought their speeches were great, uh, heartfelt. Uh, and and I thought overall, it was just a fantastic event. And Chad did a great job as MC, by the way. Did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Thank you. Agreed. And I don't I'm say nice things it. about anybody. No, he doesn't. <laughs> So almost to a, a person they all the theme seemed to be almost humility in, in terms of they were all very humble to be up on that stage having received their award or having been inducted it was uh it was it was just really good i'll just say you know while it wasn't maybe as long and memorable of a speech haku haku did a great job uh he received the frank Hatch award correct yes. yes okay thank you and uh just a very just quick to the point. Thanked everybody for the support and, and and what a nice guy. You know, as scary as he is in reality, he was a super nice guy. 
I, I thought it was funny. He started off his, his speech. He said, well, I thought Bobby Heenan was going to come up here and talk for me. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> so I thought that was a great way to start it out. Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so uh, the banquet ended. Um, you know, Conrad Thompson was there. He was kind of the main event. Uh, Bruce Pritchard uh, got up and, and told a few stories and told some stories about Conrad. And, and that was very nice. And it was just it was just a great event. The one cool thing was Gary Albright's sister came to the event with one of Gary's cousins and Gary Albright's widow and, and his sister hadn't seen each other for quite a while. And I, you know, it, it didn't sound like there was a falling out. They just kind of drifted apart after Gary's death, which was in 2000. So they were, they sat at the same table together and, you know, they were hugging at the, it was just really cool to see that how our, our little event had reunited a family, you know, and, uh, we talked to, to, I talked to his sister and his cousin and thanked them for coming and just, you know, how much we appreciated having Gary in the, uh, in the hall of fame and there, and, you know, Les Thatcher had a great speech. Um, there was, it was just, I thought it was a really good night and there was just a lot of good energy after the event, people were thanking us and, uh, the next morning people were thanking us. And that just means a lot when you put so much time into something to have people thank you for your hard work um because it's it, it's a long weekend and it's really exhausting and i'm still tired you know people from work are like oh where'd you go on vacation i'm like going well i'm stupid enough to use my vacation to run a fundraiser for a nonprofit, so i'm really an idiot it was i mean it was like running a work conference pretty much so but it was a good time so then saturday i don't know what all kind of heck broke loose i had to get up at 3 45 to take the the trios team of Jimmy Valiant, Tommy Wildfowler Rich, and Stuart Lowry to the airport. So I was trying to go to bed. People kept calling me and texting me about threw my phone across the room. Uh, I, I finally got about three hours of sleep. What happened Saturday night in Waterloo? I had a drink and went to bed as well. I so, I can't tell you. I uh, I closed the bar. I wasn't as uh, rowdy as I was Friday night or, or uh, um, gluttonous, we'll say, as I was Friday night. Uh, but it was nice just kind of hanging out, having a few drinks, talking with some fellow promoters. And then I kind of hung out with the IPW crew. Um, as it happened last year, Big Picture brought the boom box down. They had, oh. they had live music in the bar and they played very late, almost till midnight, I want to say. Hmm. But then big, big Picture brought down the boom box, um, played some great songs a uh, rendition of um, Get Low that I had not heard before. <laughs> and uh, that was quite interesting. And then uh, uh, some other, some of the IPW theme songs, his own Godzilla theme song and some others as well. Of course, 500 Miles, which is the, an IPW favorite. And uh, uh, yeah, so that was, that was I, a lot of I did of hear, although I tapped out fairly early, I did hear 500 Miles from, my, uh, from, from outside my, my room. Yeah, uh, would, because I my room was right above like the outside where like the patio mm -hmm. is for the bar, yeah. so I I I, that, I was woken up at one point to that. Yes, yes, and I that that's how I knew the party was was breaking up because that's usually like the finale in the mm -hmm. uh, fireworks display. That's yeah. the closer. Yeah, we actually this time played a few songs after that. There was kind of an encore performance, but. <laughs> but <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I I was sitting by James Jeffries for a few minutes. So, Chad, you probably don't remember this. A few years ago at your house, James was just about to do an impression of you, and then you interrupted him. <laughs> so I never got to hear it. 
Oh, I've been, I've been waiting all these years, and he 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 did it, and it was it was well worth the wait. Um, so he's had, really good with his impressions. He is, yes, he is. So we had we had a good time, and uh, um, went up to Troy Peterson's room for just a, a few minutes. Didn't want to stay too late because I did get up for church on Sunday. Uh, so I I made a made a wise decision, and uh, uh, was glad I ended the night when I did. It still couldn't wash away all your sins, Corey. No, 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 <clears throat> no. So, Tim, anything from your neck of the woods on Saturday night? No, you know, I, after the after the show, I, I went up to the room, changed, and went down to the bar for a little while. But uh, it was a pretty sedate weekend for me. I didn't uh, I, I didn't really overindulge any of the nights, which is rare. Right. Um, so so it was kind of nice to uh, you know wake up clear headed and and not hungover any mornings. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's just a lot of fun again, hanging out in the bar and just talking to people. It was, it was, it was cool. Well, so my alarm, well, I, my alarm was set for three forty-five. I woke up about three 30. Tommy Richard asked me to give him a wake up call when I got up at three 45 and I thought, Oh boy, how's this going to work? And I gave him a call and he answered on the first ring and he said, uh, Hey brother, get out of bed, brother. Yeah. You gotta go. He said, that I thought he said he went right to his room instead of going to the bar because if I have one, that'll turn to two and that'll be two more. <laughs> Sorry, Tim, while you're drinking. Uh, so the the uh, one more like ain't gonna hurt you. The, the, the WCW six man champions of Stu Lowry, Tommy Rich, and uh, Jimmy Boogie Woogie Man Valiant. We I piled them into a, one of our shuttles and uh, off we went to the Cedar Rapids airport. And let me tell you, that was one of the best trips of my life, that one hour, because Boogie Woogie and Tommy talking about their heel feuds with Jerry Lawler in Memphis and and, Tom, and Jimmy breaking the bottle over uh, Lawler's head during a match he was having with Harley Race and um, him getting burned by Lawler and then Tommy coming through the mat to beat up Lawler after the Austin Idol cage match, the hair versus hair thing, and just the heat they had and how uh, Boogie Woogie would get smuggled into the arena in the backseat of uh, Buddy Wayne's car with a blanket over him. Oh, my gosh. It was so much fun. Stu, I, I don't... We're going to tell the pizza story, but any other highlights from that? No, that was just awesome. I mean, I'm just sitting here thinking, I've seen these matches on video. I mean, I own I some of them. It's just like, and I'm, I'm sitting here listening to the guys that were involved in them. I mean, this is really a surreal moment for me. So that was pretty darn cool. I will agree with you on that. Yes. Um, the pizza story. So Boogie Woogie's talking about time him and Tommy Rich had a uh, 7 a.m. flight. And it sounded like at the time, from what Boogie said, he didn't drink anymore and didn't party. Um, so he went, he, they were sharing a room, so he was going to bed. But Tommy went out and made up for the both of them. And he got home, they, he got back to the room, and he's like, oh my gosh, Boogie, I'm so hungry, give me a pizza. And Boogie <laughs> said, so I ordered a giant pizza with all the meats and all the toppings, and it was $20. He goes, this was a long time ago, that was an expensive pizza. And before the pizza gets there, Tommy Rich passes out. So then <laughs> he's... Yes, and he could not wake him. So then, you know, he's they're sleeping for a few hours. He gets up next morning, trying to wake him up. He's like, come on. And Tommy's like, oh, Boogie, I'm so hungry. He goes, well, you still have your pizza. So he grabs a giant slice of the pizza, shoves it in his mouth as he's walking in the door. He's like, oh, this is a good pizza. So, I mean, 
it, it, obviously you got to be there. You got to hear Boogie t- talk about it, but it was amazing. It, it was just, I don't know, being a fly on the wall for these discussions was just wonderful. Boogie can spin a story. Yep. And uh, both of them, you know, very appreciative when we got him to the airport. Boogie told me he loved me about 15 times over the weekend. I sincerely believe it. We're changed. We're getting matching tattoos. So Boogie he loves everybody. Boogie does, does love everybody. He does Chad love everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then Stu was on the same flight as Boogie. And I, you know, Stu went and kind of helped to get him to his flight and everything. Because Boogie's 82 years old. I know. I mean, it's amazing. It is amazing. Got him a cup of coffee. We chatted. It was, uh, it was a nice little visit at the gate. And then you said he was spinning some yarns on the plane to a family? I, I could see him from where I was. And by the end of that flight, he had that family just eating out of his hand. I mean, they were just loving him to death. So, yeah. And he gave me an I love you as well. Oh, very good. <laughs> Boogie loves Stuart too. Not as much as me, though. Not uh, as much as Chad. <laughs> so then I, uh, I, after uh, I ate my third meal of the weekend at Quick Star, after I dropped them off at the airport and I <laughs> stopped there, Quick Star is a really good donut. So I got a donut. And it's like, what would it have been? Probably 5.15 in the morning. And I see all these young women there. And I'm like, going, why are they out so early? And they were dressed really nice and everything. Then I realized down the road, <laughs> there is a branch office of one of the facilities in Waterloo. Uh, and they were they were getting off work, so to speak. So that's, uh, I didn't go to the Waterloo places. I didn't, I didn't go to that place, but, you know. They're, they're still around and still still involved. So God bless them for all. And, and it wasn't some guy named work that we're talking about. Either. No, no. It was, uh, yeah. They, they were, I mean, they're workers. They're talent. Um, but they were not uh, wrestling type workers. But hey, they had to get their treats too after work. So um, made got back to Waterloo. I'll tell you, I was listening to Cornette's podcast, but without having the live telling of stories like, Woogie Woogie and Tommy Rich. It was a hard drive home. I almost fell asleep and drove off the road a couple times. I got back to the hotel. I was going to try to lay down, take a little nap, and I'm just like, I couldn't. So I just popped up, packled all my bags, got ready to go. So I was ready to check out about 6.30. Um, and then Sunday, as we kind of rolled into Galacticon, Corey went to church. Tim and I did not. We went down to the museum. Barry Walsh was there along with a fan who's attended for many years named Scott Bryceland. They helped mm-hmm. me pick up all the chairs we had borrowed from the convention center and the tables. We got them all loaded up. And then about that time, some of the Galacticoners started rolling in. I know Sam Fain uh, recorded some stuff with uh, James Beard. And I got some tables and chairs set up and we conducted the last day of Galacticon in the Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame there at the Dan Gibbon Museum. So that was kind of cool. We set up a table in the ring uh, for the finals. We took a picture of everybody in the ring. I threatened to dump one of the Molesky children over the top rope um, in a loving way. And uh, yeah, people just kind of hung out, had fun. Um, Eric Kanishi, he did win the the final Mm -hmm. Galacticon tournament. I don't know the results of any tournaments. I don't know what happened. Um, Or didn't, did Paul Orndorff win the Legends tournament? I think he may have, yeah. Yeah, so... I will say, though, you know, one of the things at the museum, because I wasn't really there that much this year. Right, right. That silent auction stuff. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. What a bunch of great things they had there. They, yeah. they had too many good things. I that know. was the problem. I wanted to, you know, I could have I 
had to go back to work and spend all my retirement money on the stuff they had there. Wow. Yeah, they had some fantastic stuff. I put a few bids in, but I was honestly so busy running the autograph session that when the the silent auction ended, I didn't have time to get out there and check any bids. So I don't believe I won anything. Hopefully I didn't and didn't leave it there. Uh, but if not, maybe I'll buy it again next year. Oh, there you go. But yeah, I think yeah. everybody kind of liked it because I think that was some for some of the people at Galacticon, I think that was kind of their first time in the museum. And you could see a right. lot of people kind of wandering around thinking this is really cool. Yeah. And I think it was fun to have it there as, as a venue. You know, we wouldn't want to do the whole uh, Galacticon there, just spatialize it wouldn't work. But on Sunday morning, you know, Butcher snuck out. He did an Irish goodbye. He left at 430 in the morning. He had a long drive, but he also didn't tell anybody he was leaving. I would have given him a hug. Um, uh, Pete Beck volunteered to uh, drive Milton to the airport. Um, and, and Todd got a ride with Sam, so I didn't have to take anybody else to the airport. So that was nice. I did take Jody Simon to the airport uh, in Waterloo. So that's just a little 10 minute drive. So it was nice. Just having us one, one time visiting with him, talked to him about Carl Gotch a lot and um, his dad and and just some, some really cool stuff there. But, you know, I did talk to Kevin Butcher um, the other night. He did say it was one of his favorite Galacticons ever, and he wanted me to tell you, if you go to the TNT Hall of Fame, if Kevin Butcher had fun, anyone can. Everyone can. He wanted me to say that. So a stunning endorsement, a stunning face turn by one Kevin T. Butcher. So thank you, Kevin. I'm glad you had a good time. And I think most of the people who attended had a good time. You know, I, I think it was, it was a different venue. Obviously, we're not going to do it every year, but some of the folks said that if those two events get spaced out a little bit they'd come back well you know some of the midwestern folks like like jeff and josh and i think and michael brada i think had a good time so it was just fun to get some more people get some more eyes on the place and then you know people just started drifting off about noonish or so kind of you know everybody kind of took off did their thing um i know a group went over to single speed they were sitting outside i was not sitting outside it was getting really freaking hot on sunday morning it it turned quickly you got out just in time, Stuart. It did get it did go south in terms of heat. Yeah. So um, Tim and I went inside and joined some of the IPW folks. Um, I gave Frank a ride to the bus station there in Waterloo. Uh, uh, Kaylee, the, the big pictures uh, partner and uh, mother, soon to be mother of his child, who's very pregnant, ate my tacos that I ordered by accident. She thought she had ordered tacos, so she ate them. I said, well, you have a baby, you can have the tacos. So but she looks yeah. like she's ready to pop too. Yes. So, I mean, that was probably a good call on your part. I did call her the taco goblin. And last night at the show, she threatened to also take my tacos and I had no tacos, but I told her when the baby's born, I will send her a dozen tacos, a bouquet of tacos, so to speak. I just want you to get some tacos because you can't seem to get them. I, <laughs> Sunday night, we went out for Mexican food in Ames, Iowa when Tim Dalton came over because Tim had not had any tacos that weekend either. Right? I had not. I had not yeah. made it to the Mexican place. Yeah, so we went to El Azteca and had a, had a good meal there. Uh, Tim followed me home. I almost yeah. fell asleep driving a few times there, too. Um, we rented the new Venture Brothers movie. Yeah. Um, I, I slept through part of it. Tim, enjoyed I enjoyed it. it. Yeah, I'll see it someday. Yeah, you, you would wake up because Cooper was laying next to you and you would wake up and kind of pat him on the head and then fall back to sleep. Yeah, I mean, I had my dog. He was ready to see me. But 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 How both Chad and I got to rub his dogs. Yes, we got, there was dog rubbing. There was dog rubbing all over the place. Okay. But it was, it was really nice. Yeah, I followed, so I stayed, the, I, I spent the, uh, you know, the night down there with Chad and his family. 
went to dinner, um, you know, just went, went over and saw his parents, uh, which was great because I've, I've known them for quite a while um, and uh, got to meet his, his son's significant other. What was her name? Kara? Kara. Yeah. Who's, who's a sweetheart. Uh, and I hope that that works out, but we'll, we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it was just a great, great night, just kind of hanging out with everybody and, and uh, just getting to, you know, my, my second family in Iowa. So there you go. Um, so yeah, then Monday, Tim and I went and had breakfast at a local eatery and then Tim got on the road and got going. So Tim, I had my um, pancakes and I was ready to go. Did you have any events on the, any, uh, was it a uneventful drive? I should say. Yeah, it was. I mean, I just, I decided instead of stopping anywhere or doing anything, I just really kind of wanted to get home. Um, so I, uh, drove back. I spent the, uh, where did I spend the night in? It was, uh, Maumee. Maumee. Yeah. Yeah. Ohio, which is, uh, west of Toledo, just a bit, yep. a little bit west of Toledo. So, uh, I had, had a rotten meal at like a sports bar. Um, <clears throat> but the beer was good. So that, that's something. There you go. Mom, Maumee not known for their fine dining. I don't know. I just made that up, but it had Hampton Inn, and I do like, I do like my Hampton Inns. So that, that was, uh, that was fine by me. There you go. Yeah. So then Monday I tried to take a nap. Didn't work to mow my lawn, try to get my life back in order. So I go work back to work yesterday. And of course, last night I drove two hours each way to Iowa city, Iowa for the Johnson County fair, where we rocked the house in extreme heat. Oh, I will say one thing. If anybody lost a, would you call this aquamarine colored 12-sided dice? Uh, uh, Tealish? I don't know. Somebody left a 12-sided dice and then two dice. One is kind of a a silvery six-sider and the other one is kind of a a speckly colored one and they just dropped it. So who knows where the hell? If if you lost your dice, I I mean, I can bring them to Galacticon. I'm not going to mail dice people. Let's Let's be real. Uh, but that's a long Galacticon tradition of somebody losing dice, charts, pants, whatever. Um, usually TK loses his pants. So I, I hope everybody had a good time. Uh, despite my absence for a lot of the events or my concert running around, I had a wonderful time. Um, and it sounds like other folks did too. And I'm sorry I couldn't visit more. But uh, next year, Galacticon 35 in Jamestown, I will be there. I will be able to visit. Uh, next year, TNT Hall of Fame, I will be able to visit a little more. You know, I really think having both events just made it hard to get anything done. Uh, but uh, I, I had a great time. I think the fellers here had a great time. And it was another one in the books. I do have to show off a little loot that I got. Uh, we had a couple of vendors there for all sorts of loot. I picked up this picture because Smash wasn't there this year. So it's it's Axe and Smash. Mass Superstar and Repo Man, and then Bolo Mongo and Crusher Khrushchev. It has, so it has six autographs on it. I got the very affordable from uh, Scott Hosey at Power Play Collectibles out of Las Vegas. They have a store on eBay. I bought a lot of perch stuff there. Good guys. I also got this autograph of Playboy Buddy Rose. That, that, that kind of caught my eye. I got a nice autograph picture from Rock Riddle. And he inscribed it to one Mr. Wonderful from one Mr. Wonderful to another. And how, I mean, that's very true. I got Joyce Poston's book. Her, uh, Joyce Poston is a longtime AWA fan and uh, ringside photographer. Tim, did you get this? I did not. I talked to Joyce quite a bit uh, during the uh, Lifetime members get together. Mm-hmm. Um, and she told me about it, but I, I didn't have a chance to get it. But I definitely will, though. Joyce, 
uh, along with Chad and I is one of the uh, four people uh, who have been to all 24 of the Hall of Fame induction ceremonies. So, so when I bought it, Joyce, you know, I asked her to autograph it for me. And then she pointed out, there's a photo in here of the four of us. Really? Yes. And I, I got very moved and gave her a big hug of, of you and me and her and Steve Schmidt from Wisconsin. And wow. I, that was really sweet. That meant a lot to me. I've, so we're, we're in a wrestling book. How cool is that, Timmy? Well, you know, I mean. Yeah, not apartment wrestling either. Yeah, well, well, that's different then. Yeah. I, I got the Hall of Fame edition of Crown Jewel that uh, Dick Bourne made last year. He, he told me he was going to do this. And he put a little uh, Hall of Fame stamp on it. And he has a special intro in here for the Hall of Fame. So even though I own the book, I'm an idiot. And I wanted to buy that one too. I got the second uh, Charting the Territories book that... Uh, Al Getz put out about the Leroy McGurk area and I'm very excited. He's, he's, his podcast now is looking at central states. He's going to have a central states book out this fall. And when he comes on our podcast in a few weeks, he'll tell us more. And I got the Medusa story, the woman who would be King Greg Oliver was there uh, selling some books. So it was already autographed by Medusa and then Greg uh, uh, autographed it as well. Greg's a great guy. He's come to the hall of fame for many years. We've, interacted with him at the CAC as well. Um, and I know in the early days of Legends, he helped uh, Tom and, and Tim with some leads on guys. So we appreciate that. He absolutely did. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a great weekend. I had a good time, but I'm still very tired. <laughs> I'm going to bed as soon as I'm done. I'm going to pull a Stewart. Anything else about the weekend, guys? No, it was, I, I really, really liked the IPW show uh, and just thought it was a great event, even with the raffle and even with the unruly fan towards the end of it. Uh, oh, yeah. I just thought that was a, a great card of wrestling and a really fun evening. Kudos to Good. IPW. Once Good. again, my favorite weekend of the year. Good. Yeah. Yeah, Thanks. it was a blast. It was a blast. And like Sue said, great IPW show and great to see so many promoters, many of whom I hadn't seen in years. So Thank you, everybody, for making the trip out and uh, for supporting the Hall of Fame. In my my one regret is, despite other than not getting a photo of Tommy Rich, it was the first time in fifteen years we've been together. We didn't get a picture together. I know. No, we didn't. No, and I, I was also hoping we could record some form of audio with the four of us, but that didn't happen either. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. But <laughs> too, all right, too logical. <laughs> and now it just occurred. But, but to we're me. doing that now. So <laughs> just, it, it just occurred to me next year will be the 35th Galacticon and the 25th TNT Hall of Fame. So it'll be a big summer of celebrations next year. Lots of milestones. Lots of milestones. And it'll be my 63rd birthday, according to Stu. <laughs> and I'm working on a great present. Yeah, he's getting a card now. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's pivot into shout outs and, and get the heck out of here. Corey, what do you got? Thank you, Chad, and thank you for hosting. Uh, just quick thanks once again to all the promoters who made it out, and great to meet many of you and see many of you after many years. Uh, just I uh, don't want to leave anybody's out name out, so I won't mention everybody, but it was just a great time. Great to see you again. Also want to give attention to some other uh, Phil Singer game materials or content that's out there. Of course, Sam, Mike, and Todd over at Roll Up, the official podcast of Phil Singer Games. I'm sure they're going to have a great review of the weekend as well. Uh, of course, Grant Pachoco and the uh, Solo Promoter YouTube channel. Grant's posted a couple of uh, videos today as we're recording of uh, unboxing the, uh, the all the releases that we talked about. Of course, there's also Dave Little at Heartland Championship Wrestling. And Dave, thank you again for all the, the nice uh, cards and freebies. 
Uh, Steve Towered after further review, Lee Long Pre and the Dizzy Dice Podcast, Brock Atkinson at Brock's Rebuilds, as well as Brock and Mike's Phil Singer Games Character Spotlight. I also have to announce that according to our stats on Spotify for podcasters, now I may have read a couple of these countries in my last reading, but we have some new countries. So if I'm repeating any, I apologize. There's at least four that are new. One, I think I mentioned to Stu in Waterloo. Um, well, I'll just go down the list here. So we have these countries represented. We have Kenya. We have South Africa. We have the one I mentioned to you, Stu. I believe it's pronounced Mauritius. I had not heard of this country. Apparently, it is an African country. Um, I had to go to Wikipedia to hear the pronunciation, and I forgot to double check it before we started recording, but I believe that's how you say it. It's M-A-U-R-I-T-I-U-S. And then new, as of just the tonight as I was looking, the country of China. So thank you. Thank you all to countries, uh, Shishi to China uh, for uh, tuning in. And uh, they, we appreciate all of our international uh, representation. And uh, once again, everybody, just great to see so many at Galacticon. Thanks for all the great releases. And thank you, everybody, for clicking, listening, and downloading. All right. Stu, what do you get? Now, I just want to give a shout out to Todd and Mike uh, for really doing a yeoman effort in getting the Galacticon portion of this uh, or in organizing the Galacticon portion of the show. I thought Galacticon was a lot of fun. I thought it all meshed together quite well. Uh, and to Sam as well for, uh, for doing the panels and, and doing his usual great job of emceeing it. But uh, Todd and Mike also did an outstanding job of uh, representing Filsinger Games uh, at the halls uh, at the banquet on Saturday night, the induction ceremony, uh, and, and getting up there and doing a little bit of a speech about filling your games and its commitment to the Hall of Fame. So kudos to you fine gentlemen. Uh, I think that was a great job and, and just the level of organization and, and keeping the, sh uh, the train on the tracks the entire time. I thought you did a great job. Uh, great to see everybody. Uh, like Corey, I'm not going to mention all the names. Uh, it's just wonderful to see everyone faces that I hadn't seen in over 20 years. So just had an absolutely fantastic time. And good night, Denmark. Tim. Well, I would like to just echo, you know, it was great to see everybody. And, and I think uh, the, the blending of, of the Hall of Fame and Galacticon, I think worked really well. I think everybody enjoyed themselves. Um, it was great to see Filsinger Games raise another 10 grand, uh, you know, for the, for the museum. I think that's fantastic. Um, it, it was surprising to me to see how many people uh, of the Galacticon and Hall of Fame attendees play Immaculate Grid every day uh, from baseball reference. Um, just shocking. Uh, you know, you bring it up to one person and all of a sudden you've got like 10 people that are saying, oh, yeah, I do that every day. Uh, so so that, that was it's uh, kind of a trivia thing on baseball reference. There's also a men's basketball and a football one where it's a grid of nine. You get nine oh. guesses. Okay. And so. It'll have like uh, things across the top and down the side, and you've got to match up people that did like both things. Oh. So for example, you might have like the Toronto Blue Jays on the top and the Houston Astros. So now you've got to find somebody who played for the Houston Astros and Toronto Blue Jays. Gotcha. Or, or it could be a statistical thing, like somebody who had a hundred RBI season for the, the team that it's, it's across from. Gotcha. So, and just amazing the number of people that, that were playing that. It's, it's definitely a, an addiction for me now, uh, to be sure. Uh, for those waiting, no t-shirt promo tonight because I did like at least three of them. 
uh, during during the weekend. So I'm giving you a break from TKOStore.com. So just go there and buy stuff. Uh, I bought a shirt. I bought yeah. a Nord the Barbarian shirt from John Nord, who is one of my favorite human beings. And I'm wearing it for the first time. And I love it. Fantastic. Um, other than that, I mean, I got nothing else. Uh, just I thought it was a fantastic weekend. I, you know, I'll say it again. My favorite weekend of the year every year. Um, just want to thank everybody for listening to this. I uh, hope that uh, the people that did attend really enjoyed themselves. Uh, and we will be back next week with whatever episode number it'll be next week. All right. Well, I'd like to thank everybody who took the time to comment on episode 141, which is Corey's little, little bitty ditty. Uh, TTX, formerly known as Troy, Sodbuster. It was very great. We Sodbuster was there. We met Sodbuster, got to meet him and his partner, Deb, um, and uh, Matt Dickendesher. Matt, watch your back, buddy. Your comments, you're making comments. Can't back them up. Um, I hope everyone enjoys all the new sets. The As I put on the thing today, the IPW book will be coming soon. It is in working progress. I just have not had time to finish it. So um, we thought that, you know, with it being an electronic one that we can get that out there. I'll try to go on tonight. I don't know if that's going to happen. But in the next couple of days, I'll at least get the finisher explanations on there. But I think all of them are, a lot of them are pretty self-explanatory. I thank people for stuff. Thank you to Tim for the Freddie Blassie postcard that he saved for me. That was very cool. Um, yeah, thank you, everybody. It was a good weekend. It was exhausting, but it was a lot of fun uh, connecting with with my wrestling family. I'm very blessed to have my family family, my financial aid family, and then my wrestling family. So we got one more fair show. I got one more fair show this week. Tonight, they're running at the Louisa County Fair. Tomorrow night, they're at the Humboldt County Fair, Frank Gotchland. And then Iowa Oaks was there. We missed Iowa Oaks. I'm sorry. I love you, Matt Johnson. And when I thought of home, I had a good time with Iowa Oaks. I, I, I gotta say, Chad, uh, uh, Iowa Oaks gave him one of the beers from the Confluence. Confluence that's the name. Yeah. Right? Yep. Confluence brewery. And Chad shared a can with me. I drink it. Uh, I think two nights ago, uh, it's fifties dad. It was a bourbon barrel aged stout. Delicious. Um, I wish they sold it up here in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Iowa Oaks, Matt, great stuff. Yes, Corey, they do sell it in names, by the way. You asked if they had Confluence beers in names. They, they definitely do. Oh, so I need to get you some. Can Thank arrange you. a swap beer for summer sausage. I, I, I'm in agreement with that. All right. Hopefully there's no one else. I'm trying to go around the cobwebs of my brain. Did we miss anyone? If we I, did, that means you oh, of course we missed someone. next year. Be there. Uh, Have a great night. Be excellent to each other. And we'll talk to you next week on episode 143 of the Uncharted Territory podcast. Peace out. Hey, promoters, it's Corey again, and we would love to hear from you. Please send us your questions, topic suggestions, or any other comments and we might include your audio in a future episode of Uncharted Territory. There's two ways you can do it. You can go to tinyurl.com backslash U-N-C-T-E-R. Again, tinyurl.com backslash U-N-C-T-E-R. You can click the message button and record up to a one-minute message, and we can include that in a future episode. Or you can email us either audio or a written question at our email address, utpodcast twenty twenty at gmail.com. Again, utpodcast2020 at gmail.com.
Want to show your friends that you listen to Uncharted Territory? Well, head on over to our store at tkostore.com slash collection slash uncharted hyphen territory. You can choose from a shirt or hoodie with Travis Heckle's great podcast cover artwork or a shirt with a design inspired by one of our favorite bands. While there, check out the other great merchandise at TKO, including shirts of several of the top MMA fighters, including Bigfoot Silva, Tim Sylvia, Ensign Inouye, and more. Need a shirt made for your event or organization? Contact TKO, run by Filsinger Games promoter Justin Bulka, aka Pike Mojo, to place your order. Again, that's TKOstore.com. T-E-E-K-O Store.com. Insert wolf music. on oh sorry that's okay don't love your children on the podcast do not say i love you on the <laughs> podcast say get to bed and do your homework and eat all <laughs> your vegetables <laughs> um the pizza story so boogie you muted you muted I, I i hit my button by mistake